Well, hello, folks, and welcome along to episode 26 of the Joe Show Podcast. Take it away. Welcome to the Joe Show Podcast. You're listening to the Joe you Show Podcast. You are listening to the Joe Show Podcast. You are listening to the Joe Show podcast. Yes, folks, welcome to a jam-packed episode of the Joe Show podcast. Uh, because of last week, I missed because Mrs. W. It was in the hospital, but thank God she's home now, and she is supposed to be resting, but. Then Mrs. Watson doesn't know the meaning of rest. She doesn't know how to rest. And indeed, rest doesn't appear in the Laura Watson dictionary. (laughs) Which annoys me because she needs to rest. This week, I've been feeling a wee bit under the weather. I have been just tired all the time. And on my days off, like today, I got up at half nine and I went and did a few things around the yard and about half eleven I come in, had a bit of lunch, yeah, I don't know why at half eleven but I come in had a bit of lunch, sat down on the sofa and almost fell asleep. So uh, I don't know what's wrong with me the last few days, I've just been feeling really really tired and I got sleep the clock round but hey. Anyway, on this week's episode, week's <laughs> We, I will be talking about a brand new TV uh, season series, um, brand new, uh, it's actually on Amazon Prime, it's called This Is Us, that the wife and I have been watching, and it is quite good. Also on the episode this week, I'll be talking about, I, I went camping a few nights ago, and it didn't go to plan. My camping sessions never go to plan. Plus... I have a week's annual leave coming up very soon. Plus, my my brother-in-law is getting married, and his we in Ireland. I don't know whether it's anywhere else in the world, but here in Ireland and, and in Northern Ireland, we have this tradition where we get the bride and groom into a trailer, and we we cover them in everything possible, eggs, flour. Sounds like a sounds like a recipe, eggs and flowers and and and, and treacle and custard and. Muck and, and 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 tomatoes and tomatoes ketchup and and Coca Cola. We just cover them in this muck, and I've been waiting for that day <laughs> because on the day that I got my we call them doings, the day I got my doing, my brother in law covered me in pig shit. That's correct, and I'm not believing that because I have to say it. He covered me in pig shit. And I was stinking. And the worst part for me was not the fact that I was smelly or the f- the fact that my hair was just sticking to my head. It was the fact that my hands were so mucky and cover- And every time that we drove and the wind hit us, the flower hit us in the eyes. And our hand- my hands were that dirty that I couldn't wipe my eyes, which was horrible in itself. Add to the fact that my hair, my hair was sticking to my head, and the fact that that there was 
cow and pig and all animal dung you could think of and um, there was treacle and everything running down the back of my head and plus I got split open with an egg, yes I had a crack, I had a little um, hairline um, cut on my forehead where an egg split me, <laughs> just split my skin. So I've been looking forward to getting my own back and there's nothing. There's nothing he can do about it. <laughs> but anyway, this week um we've been watching we started off we've we're still in we're I think we're episode twelve or thirteen into uh season one of This Is Us. It's about uh a family. Um if you don't like spoilers, I'm just gonna give a wee quick uh thing about it. This man and woman are expecting triplets. The woman goes into hospital, goes into a bit of um trouble and she loses one of her babies uh, it was born dead uh, as far as I believe and there's two left over a boy and a girl, it was a little boy that they lost uh, on the same day a, a black baby was discovered in uh, at, the, at a local firehouse fire station and it was handed into the hospital and the family then adopted this black baby and the three children are brought up as brothers and, as brothers and sister and um, it's a normal family, and then you see that the fa- that the then it cuts to whenever the children are grow. It keeps cutting back and forth. It jumps back and forth, but it jumps to whenever the kids are older. And in fact, in fact, how it starts is the babies are born on their father's thirty sixth birthday, and then we jump forward to the. It was actually the kids' thirty sixth birthday, and. Uh, so one one of the kids have children. One of the that one of the, uh, the the black fella he has children. There the other brother he has. Uh, did I mention this family are white, but they adopted a black child. That's what it is. And the older son he they're all triplets though. The, but the one that was born first, he is an, a field actor who um has he just goes through women. And then there's the do- the middle child the daughter she is quite large in weight she struggles with weight and um, she meets this wonderful guy called Toby uh, then there's uh, Randall who's the black fella so it's um, Kevin Kate and Randall and Randall's the black guy and he he tracks down his biological father I'm going to leave it there but I'm just going to tell you this is a fantastic show it's on Amazon Prime season 1 to 5 Go check it out. It's fantastic. So the other night, I went hammock camping. And I went to a wee sort of smallish woods, sort of on the uh, opening of a meadow, sort of a field. Took me a wee while to walk there. But uh, lovely, lovely surroundings. And about half eleven when it was just about dark, I got into my hammock, I pulled up my sleeping bag, and I put on a movie. What do you think I watched? I watched a horror movie. How stupid am I? Uh, I'll not tell you which horror movie, but you can guess, I'm sure. It was a bit in the woods, and I thought, you stupid man, why, 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 why are you watching this in a dark woods? Although you could see the meadow, you could see the stars, it was nice. But right behind me there was a dark, 
Not a dark figure, thank goodness. But dark woods. And it was like, why am I putting myself through this? Not the not the fact that I'm camping in a forest. But the fact that I'm watching this movie. So I stopped the movie. And I put on something light-hearted. But those images were in the back of my head. And I could feel as if I'm being watched. You know, you feel as if, oh, there's something watching me in these woods. And... Uh, it was a bit creepy, but uh, I went to sleep about half twelve, quarter to one, woke up about 5am, uh, the birds were cheeping and uh, it was just too bright to go b- to be to be asleep, so I lay in the hammock for a wee while just watching a few sheep uh, and a, l- a couple of lambs jumping about and I thought, yeah, this is, this is the life, and it really was the life, and I had a net good, I had a... I've slept in the hammock before, and you sort of sleep in one or two positions, sort of half on your side or on your back, and it's not really flat on your back. You sort of you have to see, you have to sleep in an angle, otherwise your body gets sort of contortionate. Because a hammock, you don't lie a straight lie in a hammock. Uh, with the closed end hammocks, you have to lie sort of vertical, or at a, at an angle, not vertical, at an angle. And uh, a lot, you, you do get sleep. And it is a comfortable, it's, I would recommend a hammock, lying in a hammock, then lying in a tent on a mat, because it's, you, you're in, you're in this like cocoon, and you have this under blanket underneath you, and I don't mean underneath your body, I mean underneath the hammock, if you put that underneath you, you'll still feel, all the, 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 the foam or the down or the feather, whatever it is inside that blanket, will be pre- pressed up against your body, and up again the canvas of the hammock. So it was still sort of. It was warm. It was warm. But I didn't want to feel cold in the middle of the night. Because in the middle of the night it's down to about 10 or, 10 or 11. And I just didn't want to feel that draft. Under my back and into my kidneys. So I wore, I put the, the hung the under quilt underneath the hammock. And I had the, the, the sleeping bag. But it was sort of half opened. Because it was it was slightly warm. So I lay there swinging, and uh, I woke up maybe twice. I never, I never really wake up to go to the toilet at night. I'm quite blessed that way. At thirty three years of age, I've never really, unless I've been up for a considerable amount of time, then I go to the loo. But normally, if I, I, if I do wake up in the middle of the night, it's not because I need to go to the loo. It's just because I'm waking up, and I never wake up. I never get, I never get wakened up with the, 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 the emotion of going to the, needing the lavatory. So that's a blessing in disguise. I'd save an hour a few more years before that starts to kick in. <laughs> I woke up a few times uh, by a fox barking. And if you don't know what a fox bark sounds like, take a listen to this. <coughs> now, you think you're prepared... In black dark at night in a forest with nothing to protect you, no cat, no tent. Although in a tent, it probably would it'd probably. I think because you can see around you, you're okay. But if you're in a tent, you don't you don't really know. Um, but uh, can you imagine lying in a deep dark forest? Well, it was not deep or dark. Well, it was not deep, but it was dark. Can you imagine lying in a forest at say three a.m. Where it's known in some cultures as the witching hour. 
or should I say, the witching hour. <laughs> and that noise goes off. Let's just hear that one more time. I don't care how big and, and muscly and tough that you think you may be. But if you hear that in the middle of the night and not know what it is, you are going to pee your pants. Now, I didn't pee or poo my pants to that. But my heart skipped several beats. That there in the middle of the night sounds like a child or a woman screaming for help. That there would send hairs where there is no hairs in your body. That would send hairs to, to rise. And I'm not saying that I know all things or know, anything, know everything about wildlife. But you have that, you have total silence for hours. And all of a sudden you hear that screaming. That's a fox barking. But if you hear that there, you'll think someone's screaming bloody murder. So that spooked me a little bit, but I lay on because I had thought it's probably a fox barking, and it was, I was right, because I heard him scuttle ba- past me and I happened to get a glimpse of his bushy basil brush tail. So uh, yeah, that was my camping session the other night, and uh, you're probably thinking, what a bad husband you were going camping when your wife isn't well. My wife sent me camping, she says, I want to have a night in bed where I can lie like a starfish. And as a lie in the spare room, just go camping. You've been wanting to go camping for weeks. Go camping. It's only a few hours. She was right. I left the house at about half past nine. And I stayed there to about half past five, maybe six o'clock. Packed my bag, drove home. Was at home again for about half six, quarter to seven. I got into bed for a few hours with the wife, and not what you're thinking, guys. Take your man to the gutters. She isn't well. I uh, we had a wee doze and woke up again about half nine, quarter to ten, and uh, all was good in the hood. So that was my camping experience, and I just thought I would um, tell you what happened and what creeped me out at that stage. So. You've been listening to me, Joe Watson, on the Joe Show Pod, and this is where I want you to get involved. I want you to send me your voice clips again. I really enjoy doing that extra episode, and I want to have an episode, I want to do that sort of thing again, where I can have an episode where just play your guys talking to me. So send in your messages. Don't do it via uh, Anchor anymore. Or, or Anchor anymore. Just send me a voice clip to my, if you're on friends of my, friends of my Facebook or or if you're uh, on Instagram, send it to the Joshua Podcast. Twitter, tweet me a voice clip at the Joshua Podcast. And I will download it and I'll stick it up here on the podcast. And I love to hear your voice clips. I love to hear your advice. I love to hear your stories. I love to hear your, your views on the on the podcast. It's great. And I want to hear more. And I enjoy listening to uh, how you how you how the podcast is 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 touching you or how it is making you feel or or if it's uh, even tell me if, if it's a bit dry i don't mind uh if it's too bad i'll probably cut it out no i'm joking but uh yeah 
So, uh, as saying, my brother-in-law is getting married and that doing is coming up. So, I will be looking forward to going to make him feel sticky, make him feel dirty, and just make him feel really, really bad. Because it's it's been coming. It's, it's it, He is due this, and this is a perfect a perfect opportunity to make him feel how he made me feel on my Irish wedding pre-wedding doing. <laughs> it's cruel, yes, but it's fun. For it's fun. It is fun. You see the funny side. This is your this is your sort of initiation. I see it as for a man, it's initiation into the woman's family. They get to be nasty to you for one last time. To get all that built up. Uh, oh, he's he's marrying my sister or he's marrying my daughter or whatever it is, granddaughter. And I just want to show him that I will take no nonsense. And uh, if you are... <laughs> I think that's what it is. I don't know what the, really what it is. For girls, I don't know what... They see what um, I, the one thing I don't agree with is stripping a man down to his birthday suit and uh, exposing him to the elements by strapping to a lamppost. For me, that would be uh, an embarrassing situation. Uh, for one, I'd probably embarrass the guys, <laughs> and two, yeah, I don't like being naked in public. <laughs> but. Uh, no, I don't like that there sort of thing. And you see that when they get them really, really drunk and then they strap them to the lamppost. My brother-in-law's, he- uh, I was going to say his hen-do, his stag-do is tomorrow on Wednesday, the 5th of, Janu- 5th of June, January, June. And I'm not going, I'm afraid. Um, I have to work, but yeah. Oh, well, no biggie. But I uh, wish him all the best. He's marrying a great girl and... Uh, I wish them all the happiness that they can have in life. Because everybody deserves a bit of happiness. And if you're happy single, good, well done you. Because it, for me to be single, it, it would be hard, be difficult. Uh, I, I'm happier married. Although uh, some of you guys are thinking, what is he talking about? No, I'm happy married. I have um, a great wife, an understanding wife. Um, sometimes she can be a wee bit, um, yeah... But that's just life. That's just women. And the handbook has never been written on how to understand a woman. But no, married, married life suits me. And uh, it's all about give and take. And it's all about um, compromise. And my wife can be understanding. And she is the most understanding woman in the world. And uh, yeah. So uh, that's marriage to me. <laughs> Getting all sop in my old age. So you heard me talking about what I'm going to do in my week off. Well, I have a week off after the wedding. And I plan on going a couple of nights camping as well. I plan on one day just on my bum, front of watch, binge watch Netflix, binge watch, catch up on all my uh, recordings on my Sky hard drive. And just love life. Um, the wife is actually out tonight. I, I forced her to go out. Because she um, is going to be going for a meal with some friends. And uh, I thought it would be better for her to um, just to enjoy life. And uh, just forget about being sick for a wee while. And just, um, you know, 
enjoy yourself so you're going out for a meal and then just coming home later on so uh, it's now six o'clock while i'm recording this so we're going up uh, i'd say this podcast will be uh, free uh, be available from 7 7 p.m i'm going to order a takeaway i'm going to put on a movie i'm going to put my feet up and me and grayson's going to watch some um some some trashy stupid film maybe and just enjoy life and wait for a takeaway I haven't quite decided yet I want pizza or Chinese or or, or Mexican uh, but uh, you know very soon I'll find out what that may be but I just want to say thanks to everybody for understanding last week when I didn't um, when I didn't uh, make a podcast I hope you understand um, but yeah, I'm not going to do a DVD review this week because I did do the review of that um, TV show um, we've been watching. But uh, so I su- I do suggest you go and watch that because it will it it's really a quite a good show. It's not it's not a chick flick. It's not a family. It's a family show, but it's not cliche, and there's lots of twists and turns in it. And I think you will enjoy it, as I have. Anyway, but please get in touch with your voice, your voice clips, and let me know. Um, l- l- tell me some stories. I'll leave you with this story. I thought I would leave you with this story. It's an old joke, and the Irish snooker player Dennis Taylor told it one night at a, a snooker match or snooker game, should I say? And I'll, I'll tell it to you in a way that I tell it, because it's a, it's a story that I would tell. And it's an old story, but it's a joke. It's a joke. But uh, I'm going to tell it in a way that I tell it. And I hope that you you understand it. Okay. There was a man named Patrick, or Paddy as he was known. And Paddy got a weekend job in London. And he nipped around to the next door neighbour, old Mrs Dunn. And I asked her, did she want anything home from London? And she said, oh, Paddy, don't talk to me about London, she said. He says, why, missus? She says, my wee son, Neely, went there 15 years ago. And he has never once written home. He's never been home. He's never phoned me. I, I, I know an address, but you know, how could I ever get to London? Could you, if you, if you find him, could you uh, tell him to send me a wee letter or give me a call? He says, give me his address. So she wrote it down, London WC1. So Paddy, he travelled to Belfast International Airport, George Best, after George Best, the football player for Man United and Northern Ireland. Job Moore United as well. If you're if you're from Northern Ireland, you know who I'm talking about. Um, so Paddy got on the plane and flew to he- uh, Heathrow in London. On the way through, he saw a door. And the door had the name WC on it. Or as is known, probably wash closet. I think that's what it says. It's called. But he saw this door with WC on it. And he walked in and he um, went to the first stall. And he gave the door a knock. Hello, are you nearly done? And the voice shouts back, I am, he says. But I have no paper left. Paddy says to him, Well, that's no excuse for not writing home to your mother.
<laughs> I don't know why you'll find that funny or what you if you do you, you do if you don't you don't that's fine but uh, I find it quite comical and it's just one of those stories that it's just it's just it's just funny and um so yeah um I'll tell you about another wee man this is probably quite uh, anti-Christian for a Christian to be telling, but I'll tell it anyway. There was this wee man called Hugh McSwine, or they called him in the country, Huey. And Huey lived in a wee place outside Straban in County Tyrone. And again, if you're not from Northern Ireland, you'll not get these places. But Huey was always getting himself in trouble with the law. Drink driving or walking about and peeing in public, and he just was a public nuisance when he was drunk. And he was called up to the magistrate court in Straban one day. And uh, he asked a number of questions, and he had to pay a fine. And uh, he came home, and he went to the pub and got drunk. And a wee man was sitting beside him, he says, Cue, where are we at today? You're all dressed up. He says, I was at the court, I was at the courthouse in Straban. He says, "What were you doing there? What did you? What were you? What have you done this time?" Oh, he says, "I got I got charged with some public indecency, and and then I got done for contempt of court." He says, "What did you do that for? Why were you charged with contempt of court?" Well, you the man up there in the wig. He says, "On the on the bar, he uh, wanted me to call him my lord." And he says, he's not my lord. And the, the man in the pub says, no, he's not your lord. Your lord was crucified on the cross in Calvary. Aye, that's right, he says, and this boy should have been as well. So there you are, a couple of wee stories for you. We had a couple of Irish jokes. And, uh, yeah. So uh, before I go, I want to tell you about what happened to me today. Today I went for a haircut. Now what is different about uh, getting a haircut so you're going to your stories are boring right now or should go late just end the podcast and go to, go go home and go to bed but no go and get your takeaway and shut your mouth no i will i'll tell you what about my, my hair my haircut today i went to the turkish barbers and i had a shave as well what's special about that joe you could shave at home <laughs> i know that but just bear with me. So I went in and this guy's brought me to my seat and put the put the gown on me and sat me down, took my glasses off me and I said, Could you cut my hair? And I asked for number two back and sides and I and I clipped with a scissors around the top and could he style my beard for me? Because 'Cause I'd grown this sort of fluff and I wanted it sort of styled and he said he could. He said, But uh yeah, he was working with nothing so uh, whatever it turns out to be, not to be taking him to court. <laughs> Somebody put that. Somebody put on that. That when he put that in there. But uh, so he cut my hair, and then he did the the styling of the beard. And he put a hot towel on me and sprayed me with some lemon cologne, and oh, it was lovely. And then he gave me a hand massage and an arm rub and an arm sort of. And then he sort of gave me a, um, he went to give me a neck rub and I hate my neck being rubbed. I hate it. And he squeezed me and I sort of tensed up. And he, I think he knew that because my, te- my toes started to curl. Everything else was fine. And then he, as I say, shaped my beard and 
The hot towel was amazing on my face. If you have never had a hot towel shave, I suggest get it done and go to a professional because I have been to two different Turkish barbers, one in Ballymoney and one in Korean. And one in Ballymoney, the Turkish shave was horrible. It was horrible. But the one the one I went to today in Korean, uh, just uh, in the next town away, wow. Wow. Uh, it was a new experience. He knew that was my first time there. Maybe that's why. And it was reasonably cheap. And uh, I just smell like a prostitute's handbag. My wife took a sniff at me and said, Joe, you, you're, 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 you're smelling of lemons and, and, and all sorts. And you just smell like someone has squeezed lemon juice on you. <laughs> and uh, I, 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 feel, I felt great. And my hair is cut to perfection. And I, I, my beard is styled. Well, what, what looks like a beard now. And it was just a fantastic experience. It was a bit scary whenever they take the hot flame to burn the hairs in your ears. But it's actually quite nice, the feeling of the heat. It's it's, it's there, but it's not really. And uh, I'd hate to see if the, if whenever they have to do the whole waxing in my nose. I don't have much hair in my nose right now, but if I have to get those lollipop sticks shoved in with the wax and then pulled out, I think I might cry. I probably would make a noise quite like the fox's scream, the fox's bark, you know. But uh, it was a great experience, and I said to you, if you haven't had the experience of a hot towel shave, go and get it done at least once in your life. You'll not regret it, and make sure you go to a professional place and get it done. Well, folks, that's it for the for another episode of the Joe Show Pod. Hope you enjoyed it. My name's Joe. You know, you know how to find me now. I'm sure you do. Let me know who you are. I'd like to hear more from you. Uh, from from uh, If you want to send me your voice clips, you can also send them to uh, Pod at gmail.com. And thanks for listening and join me next week. All the best now. God bless. Bye-bye.